Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. There is a great deal of power in a name. At birth, we're given our name by our parents, and it becomes an identifier of who we are. It's the means of getting our attention, engaging us to participate, and gives us a place to interact with others in community. When we have a name, We have a place in a family, at school, at work. Our name becomes a vehicle for all of our interactions with people. Even after our death, our name remains to be a point of connection and blessing that carries on well beyond our lifetime. This Sunday is All Saints Sunday. It's a day that we honor and remember those who have died and can take encouragement of their lives, of faith, and the memories of their lives. Their lives and our lives are a tapestry woven together by the grace and love of God in the joys and in the sorrows of life. Our names give us a place in this world, but not all of the places and experiences of life initially feel like a blessing. Martin Luther, the founder of the Lutheran Church, speaks of this tension of living as a human being in the world, at the same time both being saint and sinner. Luther says more on this tension on living simultaneously as saint and sinner here. This life, therefore, is not righteousness, but growth in righteousness, not health, but healing not being, but becoming, not rest, but exercise. We are not yet what we shall be, but we are growing towards it. The process is not yet finished, but it is going on. This is not the end, but it is the road. All does not gleam in glory, but all is being purified. In Jesus' sermon on the plain in Luke 6, 
he speaks of blessings in dramatic contrast with woes. These pairings contrast are not what one would naturally classify as blessings. Listen to this. You're blessed when you've lost it all. God's kingdom is there for the finding. You're blessed when you're ravenously hungry. Then you're ready for the messianic meal. You're blessed when tears flow freely. Joy comes with the morning. This is the message translation. Each and every one of us, both saint and sinner, carry the stories of blessing and challenges in all the circumstances of life and death. And so on this weekend of All Saints Sunday, I'd like to share some accounts of a few beloved saints of mine and how in the midst of loss, hunger, and sorrow, they are a blessing and a saint. You're blessed when you've lost it all. God's kingdom is there for the finding. A few years ago, my high school friend passed away suddenly. They were a kind of person that was always kind, funny, and caring. When I attended their funeral and I listened to family and friends recount the stories of their life, I was reminded of the importance of relationships, reunion, and remembering. People shared stories of how they loved to play music, how they loved their spouse and child deeply, and how they were so grateful to God for love and life. Their story was way too short, but their rich life was filled with deep connections with many people, and it created a multitude of memories and friendships. While our loss of this friend is heartbreaking, their legacy of friendship is one that will continue. S is a saint, one of joy and friendship. You're blessed when you're ravenously hungry, when you're ready for the messianic meal. Saint story two. Jay lived a life that revolved around the love of their family and their love of God. This joy that flowed from them was contagious. They gave of their time, resources, and energy generously. Their appetite for life was not even abated when they became very ill. They visited people in jail. They served in church ministries. They taught line dancing at the community center. At a concert, they helped me carry frozen metal chairs from the back of a van into a cold building for hours, helping me to set up. As they battled their illness, they gathered unexpected strength from receiving communion every day, bread, wine, and reading the word. Jay was a saint who invited others into communion with them as well as with God. Jay is a saint, one of generosity and unfailing grace. You are blessed when tears flow freely. Joy comes with the morning. These first two saint stories are just little examples of how blessing and woe unexpectedly paired. We all have stories of saints that encourage and bless our lives in ways that we hope to follow in. As you may know, All Saints is a celebration of the lives of all the saints 
We say their names and we tell their stories. In these stories, we hear and see and sense God's presence in their lives, as well as trickling into ours. The story of these saints may bring us to tears, but the telling of their stories is important. And so I feel it's important to tell you one more saint story, a story of a saint that I can fully name, Heather Lynn Rain, because this saint is my sister. Years ago, my older sister Heather passed away at the age of 15 due to complications from a heart defect. In the weeks before her passing, she displayed a quiet quality, one where her words were few. One of the last things she said to me on one of those quiet days was this. Live life. Don't sit here on my account. You need to do some good things out there. And then she returned to her quietness, having given me my saintly assignment. My memory of her silence in those days before her passing bothered me for a long time. Silence, as you can imagine, is not always my strength. For years, I wished that we had bridged that silence better, that I would have filled that time with tearful but joyful conversation. I desired that her life be remembered not for her illness, but for her gentleness, for her laughter, for her love of God. But quietness, silence, tears, these also are part of her saint story and as well for the saints that you love. In response to her quiet last days, and in honor of all the saints, I wrote this poem, Yellow Leaf. This yellow leaf once was green with promise. It was connected, nourished, and alive. Hints of the fall were all around, crisp evenings, rushing winds, and shorter days but this yellow leaf fell in silence. You should dance on the wind, swirl dramatically into your favorite wood, and be swept up over and over again for leaping, laughter, and your loud love of life. There was no sound as she surrendered to the swirling water. Her story was not collected, heaped up, or leapt into. She twirled calmly, quietly, and silently, so as to not cause a stir on the surface. But the space she left behind was deep and wide and shouted of her absence. Yellow leaf had curly raven hair, ice blue eyes, fair skin and freckles that showed themselves when we stood close. Silence should not claim your life. So today, I share your story and the dream of our goodbye that gave me hope to keep on living. Yellow leaf, no more will you float in silence. You should dance on the wind, swirl dramatically into your favorite wood, and be swept up over and over and over again for leaping, laughter, and your loud love of life. Heather is a saint, imperfect, beloved, sinner, saint, saint. 
in her quiet days as well as the ones filled with loud laughter, in her strength and weakness, in her hard days as well as the glorious ones, she was and is now in the embrace of God, a beloved saint. Some questions to ask. We all have a name. We all have a story to share. When we're lost, saint stories show us the way. When we're hungry, saint stories fill us up. When we weep, saint stories leave us with joy. Saint stories are not to be hidden away, but shared so that the lover of the saints can be seen clearly. Jesus' message on that plane is not only a reminder of our need for God, but a proclamation of God's provision. We all have been lost, but are found in God's kingdom. We've all been hungry, but God's table is full. We all have cried in sorrow, but God is with us. On All Saints Sunday, we light a candle not only to remember the saints, but to remember that God is always present in our times of feeling lost, hungry, or in sorrow. God is with us. So as I received my saintly assignment from my sister to go do some good out there, I pass on a saintly assignment to you. Yes, you, saint, imperfect and beloved. I pause. I get a little quiet. And then I ask you, what good are you called to do out in the world? You are a saint. I am a saint imperfect, and beloved. It's time for us to get out there and continue good trouble. I am your holy shenanigans muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining me this week for Holy Shenanigans. That surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is the unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. If you have a holy shenanigans story of your own that you would like the opportunity to record and share on an upcoming episode of the podcast, please email us at holy shenanigans podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, say your name, get out there and get into some good trouble. And remember, all the saints are imperfect and beloved. Beloved.